friends and welcome to another Sunday Fun Day. You are listening to the Royal Ramble and I'm your host Blaine the Brain. The WWE crew is about a week away from heading to the land down under for Elimination Chamber, but what does that mean for us here in the Northern Hemisphere? Well, many of us will likely have to shift around our daily schedules, myself not included. You know, I get up super early to go to the gym, to catch a flight, to tend to a newborn baby, maybe even to go to work. But getting up at 4.30 in the a.m. to catch a WWE show is a big no thank you. That said, I do admire you early risers who have already committed to doing that. But probably like many of you, I will be likely watching the show on demand later in the day. But that doesn't mean I won't be previewing the event. In fact, that is what this show is all about. Before I get there, though, uh, let's get into our weekly news brief. Wrestling veteran Rocky Romero has reportedly become the latest member of the AEW office staff. Romero was an instrumental part in building the relationship between AEW, CMLL, and New Japan, which may have ultimately led to his promotion within the company. Charlotte Flair, who recently tore her ACL, MCL, and meniscus during a SmackDown match last December, was expected to miss at least nine months of in-ring action, but she recently provided an update and says she may be ahead of schedule. What this means for her at WrestleMania is anyone's guess, but that's great news. As mentioned on social media this week by SmackDown General Manager Nick Aldis, WWE star Shotzi suffered a significant injury at this week's NXT tapings and thus had to be replaced in her Elimination Chamber qualifying match by Alba Fire on SmackDown. At this point, details of the injury remain unknown. The injury bug has apparently affected the AEW locker room as well, as Wheeler Yuta and Julia Hart have already noticeably been absent from in-ring competition, and Jeff Hardy had reportedly sustained an injury in his Rampage match with Sammy Guevara this past week. TNA Talent had recently sent Anthem an anonymous letter, basically outlining their displeasure with the recent release of Scott Demore. The letter revealed that while they don't know the reason behind Demore's firing, they are ultimately hoping this will be the first step toward mending that fence and opening positive lines of communication with Anthem. Former pro wrestling and NFL star and recent Hall of Fame inductee Steve Mongo McMichael has reportedly been taken to the ICU after contracting a urinary tract infection. Mongo has been battling ALS since 2021, and my thoughts and prayers remain with him and his family during this difficult time. As announced this past Friday, NXT star Braun Breaker is an official member of the SmackDown roster. What this now means for the NXT tag titles is anyone's guess, but I'm assuming he'll be working both shows in the foreseeable future, similar to when Carmelo Hayes got called up recently as a participant in the U.S. title tournament. So that was your news of the week. Not a very news-heavy week in pro wrestling, but that's likely to change by this time next week as the WWE heads to Perth, Australia for their latest premium live event, Elimination Chamber. 
Looking at the card, it doesn't appear as though there's an official main event unless one of the two chamber matches is meant to be it. And if that's the case, I'd assume it's the men's one, as that seems to have a little more star power attached to it. In the women's match, it'll be Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Naomi, Tiffany Stratton, and a sixth woman who has yet to be determined. That qualifier will take place on Raw tomorrow night in a last-chance battle royal. I've already heard rumors circulating that Jade Cargill will fill that spot, which makes a ton of sense. But how do you book Jade when you know she's not likely to win the chamber match? I mean, because you don't want her first real match to be a loss, but you also want to keep her strong. I would suggest she plows through the field in both matches. First, she becomes the first person in history, I believe, to win a battle royal by eliminating every one of the participants by herself, just one after the other. And then in the chamber, she does the exact same, similar to Shayna Baszler in 2020, where she just enters and destroys, eliminating Liv, Tiffany, Naomi, and Bianca. So it comes down to her and Becky, and Becky is the one to finally put Jade away with to disarm her after she weakens her arm, delivering a move to Bianca for that elimination. I think this way it won't necessarily hurt Jade, but they also want to make Becky look good for Rhea at WrestleMania, and what better way to do that than to beat the unbeatable? The unified tag team titles are also up for grabs at the event, and why there are still two sets of belts, I'll never know. It'll be Judgment Day's Damian Priest and Finn Balor defending against Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate, and it should be a good one. Given that Judgment Day has a story coming out of this with R-Truth and Miz, and Bate and Dunne don't, I can't see a title change here, but I think R-Truth will likely be instrumental in keeping the belts on Judgment Day, whether by accident or not. Rhea Ripley puts her women's title on the line against Nia Jax. An interesting choice here, Rhea will likely be a massive babyface, and I think she should get a clear-cut victory with the Riptide, but then Nia keeps some of her heat by destroying Rhea afterwards, only to have Becky make the save, and then her and Rhea work together to throw Nia out of the ring. And then Becky picks up the title, looks at it for a while, and then hands it to Rhea, but drops it before Rhea can grab it. Becky then walks out while pointing at the WrestleMania sign. And then it's the men's elimination chamber to determine a number one contender for the World Heavyweight title. Unlike the women's match, the full field has already been announced for this one. It'll be Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, LA Knight, Logan Paul, and Kevin Owens. Ultimately, I think McIntyre is a shoe-in to win, but they're probably going to be advancing other feuds throughout the match. I can see the final testament showing up to cause Lashley's elimination, Paul and Owens kind of take each other out and causing each other to be eliminated, and then McIntyre eliminates Knight and then Orton after a grueling battle to win the match. They've also announced an addition of the Grayson Waller effect featuring both Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. This could probably also get the main event slot, though I've never been a fan of angles as the closing segment on pay-per-views. It's interesting that this is the way they chose to go because Grayson Waller is an Aussie native and may get a babyface reaction, which I don't think is their intention, which is also why I don't think they put Bronson Reed in the chamber match. I see Cody and Rollins having kind of a war of words and create some tension heading towards their matches at WrestleMania because I don't see any Bloodline members showing up here and especially not The Rock. Speaking of WrestleMania, it's just over a month away and here is the card that I predict. Roman Reigns and The Rock versus Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins on night one. For this match, I think they do an injury angle with Rollins and then Priest cashes in his money in the bank case to win the title. 
making the title match on night two a triple threat. Cody Rhodes vs. Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal title on night two. Seth Rollins vs. Drew McIntyre for the WWE World Heavyweight title on night two. Rhea Ripley vs. Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's title. Io Sky vs. Bayley for the SmackDown Women's title. Damian Priest and Finn Balor vs. The Miz and R-Truth for the Tag Team titles. Logan Paul vs. Kevin Owens in a steel cage match for the U.S. title. Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits vs. Karrion Cross in the AOP. Nia Jax vs. Jade Cargill. Bianca Belair and Naomi vs. the Kabuki Warriors for the women's tag team titles. Gunther vs. Randy Orton vs. Braun Breaker vs. AJ Styles vs. LA Knight vs. Solo Sokoa in a gauntlet eliminator match for the Intercontinental title. Jimmy Uso vs. Jey Uso. So that's a wrap, folks. I'll be back next week to review the Elimination Chamber event and preview AEW Revolution. Until then, I leave you with an ABC up.